The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Well, the Raiders finally made a move. They made more than one move. They are moving and shaking as we speak. Interviews are happening in Oakland. All that and more here on show 230. Well, Red Nation, there's so many things happening right now in the NFL. It's unbelievable. We're going to hit a bunch of news, uh, starting, of course, with our missing Raider, Marquise Cooper. And then we'll hit the Raiders bust out. It's a great story about what happened just recently and is actually happening right now as I'm doing this show. We're going to hit shaky Jake Grove becomes a fish. That's right. He doesn't know whether he's a bass or a carp. I think he's a dolphin. He's not sure, but he signed a bunch of money and he left Oakland. So I'll talk about that for sure because it's not so bad. We're going to hit the AFC West. There's a whole lot going on in our backyard, and we got to talk about it. And then we're going to hit the bone line because we have to. That's why. When you hear what you guys are saying, what you say is what the nation is feeling. I'm telling you right now, 99% of the time, brothers and sisters, that's the truth. So without any further ado, let us hit the first story, the missing Rada Marquise Cooper. Well, evidently, you guys have heard the story. It's been all over the news. Marquise Cooper, a 21-foot boat, uh, evidently described as unsinkable. Well, so was the Titanic. Unfortunately, uh, 50 miles, man. I'm telling you, in a 21-foot boat... I've had a boat, I've had several boats, and that is a long, long way in that kind of boat. I don't care what kind of boat you got, especially in the Gulf of Mexico, where it gets nasty so fast, it's not funny. Uh, I was very surprised with the amount of money these guys make that you know they didn't get a bigger boat or whatever, but man, it's a tragedy. It's a bummer that they're uh, they're lost. And it's not much hope after two days, but you never know, man. Keep your prayers up for these guys. Marquise Cooper, if you guys don't remember, a special teams player and was a tremendous help to the special teams on coverage teams. Very, very good player. Linebacker. Uh, looking looking forward to seeing a lot more of that young man. Uh, I sure hope we see him again. I hope they find these guys. And that is for sure a bummer in Raider Nation. Keep your prayers up for the guys, folks. Keep them up. Okay. Let's hit the AFC West. <laughs> All right. Things are changing in our backyard. From the AFC West. Yeah, we the best. Raiders still tattooed on my chest. I hate the Chargers and the Broncos. Well, first of all, let me say this. In Denver, Colorado, they're shed- shedding players like fleas at a flea dip. I'm going to tell you right, right now, they are shedding players quicker than you can believe. And it's pretty good because they're losing some good players. That's a good thing, too, because they almost lost their number one player and the guy I love to hate, and I'm sure you do, too, Jay Cutler. Recently rumored to be in a three-way trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Denver Broncos. 
There was some, some kind of a three-way deal going on, and it didn't work out. So Cutler remains in Denver with a sore ass <laughs> because he's a little pissed. He knows he's on the chopping block. They're trying to trade him. I don't know why. I hope they do because he's a good quarterback. Good for us, bad for them. I hope they make that stupid move. That'd be great. I would love it. Also, let's see, from the Kansas City Chiefs, Matt Castle. Of course, you guys know Matt Castle went to the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the condiments. That's right. <laughs> These guys are trying to buy a team, and they'll never have as much money as the Washington Redskins do, but they're going for it anyway. So they got Matt Castle, and they got Vrabel, both from the Patriots. Castle cost them, I believe, 14 or 15 a million dollars. That's right. That's how much it cost him. A lot of money, man. A lot of money on a two-year contract, I believe. And that's it. And Vrabel's along for the got tagged along for the ride too for the price. I guess he was a bonus. Older guy, but great, great uh, linebacker. I believe that's what he plays. So that's the news. And now they're saying they're going to really work us over. And the Kansas City Chiefs are all going to the Super Bowl next year. Well, we'll see. You know why? Because they got to go through Oakland. That's right. They got to go through the black hole, which is the Coliseum. That's right. They sure do. Welcome to Oakland, partners. Welcome to the black hole. 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 Kansas City Chiefs think they're going somewhere. Well, they got a new coach, a new system, and you know what that means to any team, along with the Denver Broncos. And they got a new coach and a new team, and that's a beautiful thing. The only thing left here is LT in San Diego. That's right. The Chargers haven't made too many moves or too many rumblings. However, the Chargers have been making some silent talks with Lutamian Tomlinson, and evidently he doesn't have sand in his Excuse my language, but I had to go there. He is something else, man. That guy is uh, constantly crying, but we haven't heard him whining lately, so they must be coming up with a deal. Incidentally, in Los Angeles, in the city of industry, they have approved, approved, mind you, plans. That means plans that have been constructed by architects and the like for a stadium in the city of industry. All impact reports and things will be to follow, and they are going forward. In this economic time, I said, damn, there must be a whole lot of money behind that project. I hope the chargeless move there. Good riddance. Happy going. I hope the Raiders don't. I don't think they will, but who knows? The thing is, the stadium is planned, and the Chargers want a new stadium for show, and there you go. Okay, that is about what's happening in the AFC West. Uh, I haven't said much about it, but I, I'm trying to concentrate more on our team. You guys know that we have a whole lot going on, and we not got to get our yard straightened up before we can start looking at somebody else's yard. But it's always great to see agony, like when Shannarat left, <laughs> when Turner got hired in San Diego and ruined that team. Those are the things that happen in the AFC West, and I'm loving it. We have an opportunity this season, I'm telling you, to beat these punks Two times, I'm telling you, two times. We just got to get the right people. And speaking about that, that'll lead us into our next story. The Raiders bust out. (laughs) 
Well, well, well. The Raiders finally make a move and start signing some free agents. Not a lot of big names here, but you know what? These guys could be the keys to the kingdom if you know what I'm talking about. We got some Seahawks. We got some Buffalo Bills. We got some Denver Broncos. And we got some Dallas Cowboys coming to Oakland to do some interviews and some contract tops, perhaps to improve our team. To be a surprise to me and everyone else, Charlie Fry, of all people, might be coming here as a backup quarterback. That means Tui could be on the road, if you know what I mean. I don't doubt that that'll happen because he just hasn't panned out here in Oakland either. Now, a guy named Ray Williams, which is a pretty good free agent center, is on his way here too. And you know, with losing shaky Jay Grove, we could use an improvement there, and it might be a great improvement well needed because we've been weak at that spot for the last couple of seasons, and we really should shore up the center position. It is a key position for the offensive line. And Melvin Fowler from the Buffalo Bills is coming here too. He played three years with the team, did a great job last year. They had a great offensive line. I'd like to see him signed to the team too because he could be, like I said, a key to anchor that offensive line, which we need a great deal. Now, Denver... (laughs) gave up an offensive tackle to his two. Eric Pierce, an undrafted free agent with Denver for three years, and I can't imagine that Shannon Rat would keep anybody that's not pulling their weight. So I imagine this guy here is probably on the edge, maybe on the verge of breaking out. I hope so. I only can think of these positive things because, man, you you got to be positive. You got to be positive. All these things can help our franchise and send us to the next level. Now, Dallas Cowboys linebacker Kevin Burnett is scheduled to visit today as well. He's 26 years old, he's young, and he played on a pretty good defense with the Dallas Cowboys. They were pretty damn good. He had 38 tackles and two sacks last season. This could be a great thing to move Morrison to the outside. Maybe he could come to the middle and defend against the run. He's not that big, but you know what? It could be a help. I don't think we need this guy, but it's a better player than what we've been looking at in other positions. I say get the best player for whatever position. That's always been my position. So the Raiders finally have broken out and started to look at some people. I think the urgency of this Jake Grove situation really poured a light on things, and I'm glad. You know, I don't know who's doing it, whether it's Tom Basic Cable or Al Davis. Either one doesn't matter to me as long as something is happening. And finally, after all these signings, now if you guys have noticed, these signings are ridiculous, man. They're ridiculous money. Oh my gosh. $100 million for a defensive tackle? I thought $50 million was crazy. But I guess not, man. I guess Hainsworth is worth his weight in gold, man. A hundred million dollars. I'm so glad that the Oakland Raiders didn't pull that stunt. Thank goodness. I think we got a good team. I think we just need some key linemen. We got to keep that offense on the field. And to do that, we got to keep the ball moving, folks. And that means a trench. And that means an offensive line juggernaut. Guys that could just punch their way right through you. That's what we need. That's what we need to look for. You don't always get that in the first round. You can find it all over it. Guys get an opportunity and a chance. Things could happen. Let's just hope that these guys can throw it together, man. I have got a lot of hope for this team this season. And just the fact that they're bringing people in to take a look at, 
That's all I'm asking, and that's all I ask for, and I ain't kidding. Okay. Thank goodness the Raiders are finally moving on, folks, and I know everybody's taking a collective deep breath because <laughs> I know I am. Keep those players coming, Raiders. Keep those guys coming that could be the diamonds in the rough because I certainly wouldn't mind seeing some stars, but with the money they've been putting out, that's okay with me. Get some good players that can do the job. I think we can do that. I think we got a pretty good team coming up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you here. I'm telling you now. Okay, it's time for me to shut up and you guys to pipe up. Here we go. The Bone Line. Bad to the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone. Tell us what you're feeling. I know football season seems like an eternity from here, but it's coming. It's coming. And trust me, before you know it, the camps will be starting. We'll get an idea of how our team and who our team is. And we'll get an idea of what the attitude of the Oakland Raiders team is after that first game. And that is no joke. We'll see some of it in preseason, too. Let's just hope we see what we need to see to make the playoffs. I ain't kidding about that. Well, Raider Nation, we have Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. On the line, what you got to say, brother? Haven't heard from you in quite a while. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Jaime from Bakersfield. Sorry I haven't checked in since that last loss against uh, Buffalo. Took, what, three minutes to lose? But um, I'm just checking in, man. It's been a long time. I've had a lot of problems here with the family. My my sister, my wife's uh, husband passing away, Jason Buffington, rest in peace. I've been catching up to your podcast here, and um, I'm kind of excited about Tom Cable. He did help fix up that uh, offensive line that was pretty bad uh, during the Kerry Collin era. So, um, I mean, you got to give him some kind of credit. He did give some uh, discipline on that offensive line. So let's see what he can do this 2009 season. For that defense to be able to work, you know, we play the 4-3-3-4. If anybody knows, if you're going to play that type of defense, you need a nose tackle that will help the you know the linebackers out. So, you know, be able to take out the, you know, linemen on the offensive side. That, that, that helps the linebackers out a lot. So I hope, you know, that they do that too because, you know, they're talking about they want wide receivers here, wide receivers there. And, you know, I think you're right, you know. We really don't need wide receivers. We got a good receiving core right now with Higgins and um, and uh, the other couple guys. Hopefully, we do get pick up a center that we need. Hopefully, something old like Dave Dolby back in the days. The story about uh, getting in uh, John Marshall for the defensive coordinator. So that means uh, Rob Ryan's gone. Um, that's good news. I just I just caught up on it just a week ago. Hey, this guy may be old, but you know what? He knows his football. He's been around a long time. He was over in Seattle and a couple other good teams. So, you know what? This guy just got to really uh, do good on the defense. It's just a matter of how much uh, leash is uh, Al Davis going to allow him to to move freely, you know? Hope he doesn't pull that bullshit that he pulled with, uh, with Rob Ryan here. Because I know if he lets him loose, these guys could do some damage. I'm just hoping that it turns out good. And um, 
that uh, nobody uh, is disappointed this year. And I, I'm hoping it'll be better than eight and eight. I, I want I want to see the playoffs this year. I think you know the way they finished off this year, you know coming uh, coming from behind, you know in that fourth quarter against Tampa Bay, you know that was a good uh, you know coaching step forward there with Gruden and um, Monty Kiffin. So, you know, for what he did, you know, I think, you know, people need to look at that. You know, you guys you guys got to see what, what uh, Cables did, you know, overcome that, keep them guys' heads up and, you know, finish off the game and knocking them out of the playoffs and also um, causing them to lose his job. <laughs> hey, guess what? I just got a call from uh, my wife's cousins in St. Joe's, Missouri, talking about they got uh, Castle and uh, Raybull, and they're talking about they're going to kick our ass. I started busting up telling them that, you know what, you guys had Joe Montana and our Marcus Allen, you guys still couldn't do crap. So, you know, they already think they're going to sweep us this year and they're going to go to the Super Bowl and do all kinds of groovy things. You know, they they cracked me up, man. They were calling over here and harassing me. We got to let them know, Raider Nation, that that ain't going to happen. Not anytime soon or later. All right, you guys, you guys take care. Well, Jaime, I'll tell you right now, man, thanks for calling back. Thanks for calling in, and it's never too long, just as long as you're getting back to us here at Raider Nation Podcast. Well, brother, I got to agree on one thing. When you talk about we need a, a, a big defensive tackle, a nose tackle, you're right. We need someone bigger and more motivated than Turd Del Sands, who's just very lackluster in his effort. I'm disappointed in him and Kelly. Both those guys are being punks last year. Someone better light a fire under their ass, too. And as far as the defense goes, I sure hope Al keeps his crooked little fingers out of it and lets that coach coach, unlike Ryan. I hope we do a lot more blitzing this year. That's another thing. As far as the Kansas City Chiefs go, yeah. Forget those guys, man. They've been popping off the lips forever, along with them doggone chargers and the Bronco hoes. Never listen to him. Not going to start now. Thanks for the call, brother. Keep calling. All right. Who's next? We have the Raider Maniac from Central Illinois, where it is cold and it is very, very snowy. <laughs> okay, brother. Hit it. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Maniac calling from Central Illinois again. I just wanted to comment on Namdi signing and the Leckler signing. That was two awesome signings we needed to get done. And and then the Raiders will go ahead and rip your heart out by releasing a guy like Gabriel Wilson. Safety we were looking for for the last few years. I mean, Jesus, Christ, give me a break. Solid player. I know it's probably got to do with money, but come on. Who are we going to get to replace this guy? Hopefully we can add a couple of veterans on the offensive line, a guy like Matt Burke and Marvell Smith, maybe Mike Goff. Be some, we need some veteran leadership on that old line since it's pretty young. Hopefully we can have a solid draft this year all the way up and down the thing, and Jamarcus can continue to grow and get better, and we'll see what the season brings. we got a brutal, brutal schedule this year, so it ain't going to be – Easy as it never is, but hopefully we can uh, continue to get better and win some games and shock some people. That's about all I got to say. Uh, go Raiders! Yeah, it's a good thing uh, we signed Asuma and Leckler. 
Uh, we do need some offensive line help. And any one of those guys you mentioned, Burke, Goff, I mean, all these guys are Pro Bowl material, and they're all good linemen. I hope we do something like that because we just lost Grove, and uh, Shaky Jake is out of the picture. So, you know, we got to deal with that. You know, I'm hoping a lot of good things happen this season. We do have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. No surprise, but, hey, if we win eight of these games, that's a lot to say. If we win ten, we got a chance to hit the show, partner. So you never know. I'm looking forward to some good things. That's what I got to say about that. Okay, who's next on the Raider Nation Boonline? I believe this is Raider Tim from Oklahoma, but if I'm not correct, call back and we'll get it straightened out on the next show. But go ahead, man. Let me hear what you got to say. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Colin from Oklahoma. Been a while since I called, but just wanted to say what's up and also ask Raider Greg, um, what do you think about uh, the Colts releasing Marvin Harrison? Do you think uh, the Raiders should go after him? Just want your opinion on that. And uh, go Raiders. Well, Marvin Harrison would be a great pickup, but he's he's beat up pretty good. A lot of surgeries, a lot of injuries. The guy's been battered and beat throughout the years. If we can get him for cheap, I say we give it a try. But if we can't get him for very cheap, and I don't think we can, I don't think we touch him. We got too many other needs, offensive, defensive line. We got to concentrate. It's time. We've been putting that off for years and it's time to pay the piper and pay the money for the big man in the middle that's what i got to say and uh that's all i gotta say about harrison too he's a little long in the tooth and been injured a lot and he won't come cheap but nice thought okay who's next we have a raider fan a new raider fan a new caller raider joey from kentucky this guy's got a mind on him you better pay attention to this man what you got to say, brother? Hello, Raider Greg. This is Raider Joey from Kentucky. Uh, I've been a Raiders fan for 40 years now. Uh, I've watched them through the best times, and I've stayed with them through the worst times. Uh, just want to say I'm big-time excited that we have got signed Awesomewah and Leckler. I was worried that we was going to lose Leckler and franchise Awesomewah. I knew Leckler wanted out of there. Uh, he was also upset over the incidents that Tredell Sands punched him in the face on the plane coming back from the Denver win. I think it was back in November. Uh, I was worried about that. Chris Johnson, glad we got him signed. Uh, very upset over Gabriel Wilson. Do not understand that whatsoever. Uh, been playing football, and I've been watching football for years and years. I do not understand that decision right there. Uh, he wasn't going to cost us he wasn't going to save us that much i think it was 1.4 million by letting him go uh the man had 129 tackles last year uh one and a half sacks two picks second on the team in tackles 129 just i don't understand that move right there uh to me that's the worst move we've made so far other than also disappointing letting edwards go clem by edwards because of the depth that we don't have on defensive end spot we need more depth there and we've released him now so Trevor Scott's going to have to step up even more and bulk up and hopefully get Burgess to work with him on his technique on rushing the quarterback. I think that's where he needs help at, is coming off those blocks on them guys holding him up at the line. He's got to learn the techniques that Burgess has. Uh, 
I hope we can keep some of our other free agents, you know, free agents that we've got left. Uh, one of the ones I definitely want to mention was Justin Miller. Uh, if anybody through all the years has watched the Raiders as long as I have, will realize we have not had a kick returner run two touchdowns back in one season, probably in the history, if you go back and check. Uh, and he only played half a season. Justin Miller, we only picked him up in the middle of November, and I'm afraid they're going to release him. Uh, the man led, I believe it was Clemson, with 33.1 yards a return, and he's got the school record for three in one season run back for touchdowns. And you see what he done for us last year. Uh, he ran, I think it was two back, and averaged 24 or 25 yards average. Uh, how we can let this man go is, is beyond me. We can probably get him cheap. Uh, wouldn't cost us much. We picked him up off waivers last year, so we desperately need to keep him. I mean, we had five returns back last year, three by uh, Higgins, two by Miller, and like I said, we only picked Miller up uh, mid-November. He played eight games and ran two touchdowns back. Uh, we ain't had nobody do that in years since the days of Tim Brown even. Tim Brown didn't even run uh, two back in one season, so we need to keep this guy, but... Uh, I think that's about it. Just uh, hoping the Raiders can turn it around. We've had the last six years has been pitiful. It's been hard to take. There's not many fans here in Kentucky that's Raider fans, so you know what I go through here. But uh, I've stayed with them through thick and thin. Hang in our Raider Nation. We will be better. Talk to you later. Bye. Very good football knowledge. Very good Raider football knowledge, as a matter of fact. 40 years, fan. It shows, brother. As far as Gabriel Wilson goes, I told you how pissed I was that we got rid of him. $1.4 million in savings is not enough to cut a safety that we've been looking for for years. Need I go say more? I'm not going to because you laid the stats out and they're what they are. I told you guys we should never got rid of him. And Turdell Sands is a man I just don't like. I don't like him at all. don't like what he does. He's a half-hearted, half-player. Plays when he wants, doesn't play when he doesn't want. Not a good guy. I, I would cut that guy for sure because he's costing us too much money. And the fact that he had no class and he go ahead and went ahead and punched Leckler with some bullshit and wasn't uh, publicized enough in my mind uh, for the infraction that it was. I never liked that guy. Uh, we're going to have to live with him because I don't think Al's going to get rid of him. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that guy. Trevor Scott, as far as the defensive end goes, is a nasty, mean guy, and he's got an attitude for a defensive end. Trust me, he has the will to succeed, and I agree with you, he's a little bit skinny and a little light, but I think this cat can make some action. Also, Grayson Gunheim's not a bad defensive end either, and we picked him up last season. He did some playing towards the end of the year, but he was very effective, a lot of pressure, and I think with those two guys, you should be okay. It's nice to have the veteran like uh, Kalimba was because he was consistent and very strong, but we're not too bad at that position, and we should pick up a couple more here as we go along. I, I agree with Justin Miller. I think they're going to keep him. I think they gave him a chance. I'm hoping that they're doing some kind of negotiation. Two touchdowns. His returns were awesome. It's great to see him out there. I agree 100%. I think he did average 25 yards per carry. That's pretty good. And for only eight games, we better keep this guy. This would be a bonehead move if we don't keep him. 
Well, I hope we do improve a little more. We are making some moves just now. So let's hope hopefully we can improve and move and move in and shake and make some things happen this season because the draft's coming pretty soon and we got to solidify some good free agents to solidify our team, as you know. Thanks for the call, man. You just keep those coming. You got a lot of football knowledge and you're a good caller. Thanks for it. Okay. Who's next? We have Rada Frank from New Jersey. What you got to say, Rada? Hey, what's going on, Rada Nation? This is Rada Frank from New Jersey. Just saying what's up. It's been a while since I got on. Got a little uh, tied down, but I'm back, just like the Raiders should be. They're cutting that fat. you got to love that. you got to feel good at the end of the day when you know that we're getting rid of people that just can't produce. Uh, and you know what? I, I totally agree with you on that wide receiver thing. I do believe we got a bunch of good talent, but it doesn't hurt to pick up somebody from college that might be the next big thing. Um, although I'll tell you this, the rate of history with drafting ain't really too impressive. Maybe late starters – we can go with that. Maybe we could say Gallery wasn't a total bust, but every single you know year so far since we've been in the slums, our drafting skills, the guy next the following year, don't really do anything, uh, including McBad. And I'm hoping that he'll turn around and the Raiders will start to progress. But uh, you can only be uh, optimistic and you root for the Raiders. And I want to see the fucking kick some ass. Our division's shaking up. They're going through changes, and I think now is the time. Now is the time for the Raiders. Let's go, Raider Nation! Well, Raider Frank, we will pick up our wide receiver here or there, I believe, but it's not our number one need. We need linemen, offensive and defensive, and I think uh, we should address that first and foremost, and then I'm sure we'll pick up some guys. We'd like to have linebacker, too. We need a middle linebacker. So we need a lot of other things, too, besides wide receiver. I think we got some good wide receivers. And as far as our draft history goes, it's not the best, but we have picked out some pretty good players, and we've developed some players, too. So the jury's out on a lot of the guys that we drafted, really. And uh, they could be some some pretty good players, given the opportunity. And I think that could happen this year if we improve our line. I sound like a broken record. Thanks for the call, brother. It's always good, always good to hear the Raider Nation. Okay, who's next? I love this guy. I love this guy, man. Raider fan until death. What's up, Raider Nation? Raider Greg, what's up? This is the Raider fan until death. On your last podcast, uh, you made a comment about uh, Darren McFadden looking like a beast and you know, we got all the players in place, you know, to, to possibly make a championship run. And he said, you know, call me crazy. But you know what, man, I don't call you crazy because I feel the same way. You know, I don't care how many straight 11 lost seasons we got. Every off season, I'm always going in. Fucking Raiders win the Super Bowl next year. I don't give a shit. Anybody who knows me knows that every year I say the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, shit, like you said, look what the Cardinals did. Nobody picked the Cardinals. They were in the Super Bowl. Shit, there's no reason why the Raiders can't do it. So you hear it right here, right now, I'm saying it. Raiders, 2009 Super Bowl champs. It's the Raider fan until death, and I'm out. Yeah, man, I was serious. I'm serious now. I think 
with McFadden and Bush, who's another beast, if we improve our offensive line and have time for Jamarcus to throw to some of our new fresh legs, I think it could be a huge surprise for the AFC West and the rest of the league. No doubt, and I don't doubt that we could win the Super Bowl. Trust me. It happens. It's happened to other teams. It's a stretch. Don't get me wrong. I'm not all for sure, but I do think that we could build the chemistry to make a team that could certainly make a run. We've done it before, and we've done it in just this scenario. Two winning games in the last two last two games of the season of victories, and that rolled us into three AFC champion victories and also a berth in the Super Bowl. So it's not impossible. It's totally possible, and I'm digging it, and I hope it happens. We just have to get the right chemistry, man. That's it. All right. Who's next? We have the one, the only, Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. I love this guy, man. Good calls. What you got to say, my brother? Hey, Lady Greg, Lady Nation. This is Archangel here from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Hey, um, Lady Greg, I totally agree with you about Jabril Wilson, my man. Uh, I didn't quite understand that as far as why they let him go also. I mean, the second leading tackler on the team. And we really did need good safety back there as far as who could do uh, some tackling. Uh, because his predecessor, Mr. Swaggered, I mean, he was straight up trash. But uh, the guy did a decent job. I heard somebody did say that he uh, missed a few plays. But, uh, hey, everybody does that. I mean, everybody been doing that on the team anyway, but. Still, the second leading tackler on the team. Come on. But, uh, yeah, more than likely it was kind of like a salary cap type of deal because they did need to free up some money to pay uh, Nomdi. But uh, I just read online that uh, he did uh, sign with the Miami Dolphins with a five-year, $27 million deal, uh, eight mil guaranteed. So uh, he's not uh, hurting too bad. And just like you said also, he probably wanted to leave uh, Oakland anyway, so uh, it's all good. But uh, someone who probably can take his place that I seen was, uh, let's see, Darren Sharper. He's pretty good. Um, he's available from Minnesota now, and uh, well, Brian Dawkins, he's available also. But he's been just—he's just like another uh, Justin Fargus. He's been turned up hurt every year, so uh, we definitely need him. But uh, Darren Sharper would be a pretty good guy as far as the pickup of being a nice safety. Uh, as far as anything else, as far as, you know, we still need help at the wide receiver spot, defensive tackle spot, offensive line. So um, I don't think Al is going to be doing that much as far as free agency-wise. Uh, so I think we just need to just go ahead and get somebody decent in the draft, and then we'll go from there. But uh, if you really look at it, we're not um, looking too bad as far as all the other key spots. Still need to throw that uh, defensive end. I said uh, Julius Pepper is the last time, but I see that uh, Carolina franchise him, which was a great deal on their part anyway. I mean, the guy is a beast, like I said, and we do need somebody who can actually put pressure on the quarterback. Anyway, that's all I have for now. Keep it up, Raider Greg. Raider Nation, hang in there. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. You damn straight, Gabriel Wilson, with some bullshit. But he got paid, man. Eight million guaranteed. Miami Dolphins. There's another fish. I tell you what, man. That goes to show you what Parcells magic does. Look at all the players that are going to the Dolphins. 
it's pretty apparent that they're going to be a force in the NFL in not too long a time. Well, you know, we're, we are making some moves in free agency. We're picking up guys that no one's heard of. I'm hoping we have some magic in there, some good players, some players that never had an opportunity to play that are going to play well for the Oakland Raiders. We do need a lot of positions. I still say Trevor Scott's the man. I say he puts a couple pounds on this offseason. He comes back. He is a mean guy. I'm going to tell you, you're going to see it next season. If he gets a shot, the first shot at defensive tackle, he's going to be a brutal. And I mean brutal because he's a mean guy. <laughs> and I think he's got the attitude, which counts for a lot. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it very, very much. You keep them coming now because we need you here at the Raider Nation Podcast. Bone line. All right, who's next? We have one of the original Raider Nation podcast fans, Lou Dog Raider from Los Angeles, Southern California. What you got to say, my brother? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog Raider out here in sunny Southern California. As for me and all you other diehard Raider fans, the NFL season never ends. It's year-round. Yeah, I've been keeping up with the off-season moves uh, that our team has been doing. In my opinion, there have been some pretty good moves. Uh, cutting all the excess fat like I heard on the podcast earlier today. I know this is your show, Greg, but I will have to disagree on you about the cutting of Gabriel Wilson. Uh, in my opinion, uh, I'm glad he got cut. He didn't want to restructure his contract, the new deal that the Raiders were trying to give him. He didn't want to do it, and then his negative attitude last year uh, probably has something to do with him getting cut. So I'm glad he's gone. Sorry, I had to disagree, but I'm glad he's gone. Um, as for our future, uh, it seems to look bright. Um, we just need to pick up some good drafts, draft picks, uh Maybe one or two good players in the free agency. See what happens. Um, not only do I keep close tabs on my team, uh, don't forget we have three other teams in our division. So, like I always say, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies even closer. Uh, the Broncos with McDaniels and Sanders. I don't know, man. They're going to do some major changes down there. Hopefully they don't... Uh, come back and bite us in the ass later. Uh, that McDaniels coming from the Patriots, uh, I think he might do a lot better than Chiefs, uh, Haley, and Pioli. Uh, they might still be a couple years away from contention. So, As many of you already know, uh, we have uh, some new players coming to the AFC West. Unfortunately, none of those players are coming to our team. Yeah, we got uh, Matt Castle and Rabel going uh, to Kansas City. And you got a couple decent players, I think, going out to Denver. Um, as far as San Diego goes, uh, the only drama they're going through right now is the LT drama. And if it was up to me, I mean, I'd probably uh, would have wished for him to get released by the Chargers because that way we don't have to face him twice a year. But anyways, uh, as you all know also, uh, the Raiders and Al Davis 
and Tom Cable really haven't been making much noise as of yet in free agency. So hopefully they have a trick up their sleeves. I have a, I have a feeling they probably do. This sounds crazy, but I have a feeling they got something going on, and they're waiting for everybody else to make their moves, and they're going to make a move that's going to surprise everybody. I have a feeling, and hopefully that is what happens. And as far as uh, the other teams in our division, I just hope they get the same uh, the same return we did from our free angels of last year. So um, the AFC West is uh, is going to be something else in 2009. I can just see it right now. Something else will be the talk of the town. The AFC West will be. All Raider Nation, uh, keep in touch and can't wait till the season starts, guys. Uh, Randy and Greg, you guys are doing a great job with the podcast uh, and with the forum. Keep it up, guys. Uh, without you guys, I'd probably be lost right now. I wouldn't know where to get my Raider fix. Well, this is Lou Dog Raider once again. See you guys later, and I am out. Well, you can disagree with me about Gabriel Wilson. He wouldn't restructure his contract because he knew he could make the money. He was a good player. He's a damn good safety. I don't understand why the Raiders took him if they weren't willing to pay for him. He is a good safety, one of the best. He got $8 million guaranteed, and that's the way it goes. As far as the rest of the AFC West is concerned, McDaniels looks like he's 15 years old. <laughs> he looks like a kid, man. He looks wet behind the ears. And there's been some rumblings of trouble in the transition from Shanahan. So, you know, the Broncats or the Bronca Hoes ain't going nowhere for a couple years. That goes along with the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Forget those guys. They ain't going anywhere either because they have to get used to a whole new system, new coaches, everything else. We got an advantage. We got to take advantage of it this season. Thanks for calling, brother. Who's on the line? We have the original Virginia Raider. What you got to say, my brother? Let's hear it. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Virginia Raider. Just looking here at the free agency heating up. Well, honestly, I think Oakland's going to be pretty slow after uh, after signing Austin Moore, Leckler, and Chris Johnson. We're working on people that we had in-house last year before we go out and try to get some guys on the market. But just looking at a list that NFL Network's um, Adam Schefter put out um, of his top free agents, I'm I'm thinking that we go after Nate Washington from Pittsburgh. He's he's about 6'2", which is nice for a receiver um, in the league, and he's, he's pretty fast, which we all know um, old Uncle Al loves. Maybe go after a guy like Michael Clayton from Tampa Bay who's who's huge. I mean like six five. Isn't as fast, um, but he's still young and he's got potential. Um never really panned out in uh, Tampa Bay after his rookie season. But um as far as wide receivers go, I think we go after Washington, maybe Clayton. Um offensive line, I'd love to see us off to Khalif Barnes from um Jacksonville. He's twenty six years old and he's a left tackle. What more do we need other than youth and quality linemen? So that would be awesome to get him. 
on the defense, I don't know. Um, of course, I would love Chris Cannon because he's six seven, six eight. Went to UVA. Everybody knows I love UVA, uh, and he's a he's a beast. I mean, he's really good. But I, I don't see us having the money to get that contract out here to Oakland for Cannon. And linebackers, I think Angelo Crowell, who also went to Virginia. I know I'm being a homer, but um, he's been very good for Buffalo. His durability is, is a big issue, but um, when he was healthy, he was a he was a big threat. Looks like Washington signed Marshmallow Hall, gave him huge money. I think like 56 million. We'll see how that works uh, for them. Um, and Hainsworth, I guess. I think it was like $100 million for like eight years or something. That's ridiculous. Big-time money. But, uh, yeah, there's paying out for everybody else in the league. But um, as far as being at home, being in Oakland goes, uh, I think we go after uh, Crowell and uh, Washington and Clayton on the wide wide receiver side of things. And uh, hopefully we can bring in some good guys. Um, That's all I got this week. Peace. Well, Nate Washington is out of the dollar range for us, I'm sure. And uh, Clayton might be a a catch, but then again, you know, like I said, wide receiver might not be one of our needs because we need so many things. And Matt Barnes, too much money once again. I think we might be trying to build the line in the draft. Uh, Who knows? Um, The Marshmallow Hall, $56 million. Yeah. Good luck, Washington, with that guy. Because I'm telling you right now, they can have him. Yeah, and you know, uh, $100 million for a defensive tackle. Let me think about it. No, forget it. I'm glad we didn't come anywhere near that guy. And uh, that's a good thing. And that's okay to be a homer. You got some great, great players that come out of the SEC, brother. A lot of good players come out of Virginia, Virginia Tech. I mean, uh, the list goes on and on. So don't be afraid of calling yourself a homer because you got some great players there, and you're lucky you got good college teams around you to see. We got Cal. They're pretty decent most times. Other than that, I don't know. All righty. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it all the time. Thanks, Virginia Rada. Who's next? Now, we have a new caller. Actually, he's not a new caller, but he's going to call once before. This guy called before where he was just going into the Navy boot camp And he was just bummed because he knew that he wasn't going to be able to witness the season of the Oakland Raiders, and he was bummed. Well, now he has a chance to see what happened last year. Let's hear what he has to say. This is Raider Ray from South Carolina now, formerly of Los Angeles. What you got to say, my brother? What's up, Raider Greg? This is Raider Ray formerly of the L.A. area. Uh, this is my second time calling. The first time I called was uh, back in September, uh, right after week two of this past season. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I was the guy who called in, mentioned that uh, I was unfortunately going to be missing pretty much the rest of the season because I was going into Navy boot camp. Well, uh, I actually got out of boot camp um, in like the middle of November. Uh, I got stationed out here in uh, the Charleston area of South Carolina, and, um, well, uh, I just barely got my, uh, internet hooked up just a couple of weeks ago, downloaded every podcast that I missed in between. And, uh, you know, once I got out, I was able to look back and, uh, you know, look at the scores, look at our record, but I wasn't really able to, you know, get a feel for the, for the storyline of the season, how things were going. 
And so right now I'm going through listening to every single podcast in between. Right now I'm kind of in the middle of the season, um, you know, just trying to find out what was going on while I was in boot camp. And I got to say, I'm somewhere in the middle of the season right now, and it's I got to say it seems like it was tougher for you guys having to deal with the season than it was for me in boot camp. Um, I know that at the end of the season we ended up winning two games in a row. Um I haven't listened to the podcast yet, so I don't know. You know, I'm hoping that those weren't just lucky wins, but wins as a result of us getting better. So, uh, you know, hopefully that carries over into the next season. Um, I talked about before how out in L.A. I never really got any any news on the Raiders unless it was bad news because we all know how the media likes to patch us. But, uh, man, if I wasn't getting any news on the Raiders out in L.A., I'm sure as hell I'm not getting any out here in South Carolina. As soon as I got out here, I was hoping to catch a Raider game on TV, but there are none to be found out here. So um, I didn't get even any opportunities to watch any Raider games. So um, you know, now more than ever, I gotta say I appreciate what you guys do. You know, thanks for uh, for putting together the podcast. Gonna keep listening to the podcast, and you know, hopefully things sound like they're getting better. Um, once again, thank you for uh, for doing what you do and. Go Raiders. Well, man, the team did improve. Things think got better. They were a little weird. I'm, it's interesting. Your perspective's got to be pretty wild, man. Th- I'm sitting here thinking about it. Wow. Not seeing the games, listening to my show. Yeah, I bet you think things were jacked up, man. <laughs> because they were. Yeah, we had a good team. Just bad direction. Uh, a lot of lot of growing pains last year. And that it wrapped up at the end. It was pretty damn good. And uh, we, we've, we're changing some players around now, but we got a good core. So stay, hang in there, man. Raider Nation rules. You will find a place there, somewhere, near Carolina. Archangel, uh, a stone mine, Georgia is not too far. There's all kinds of fans all over, as you know. Hook up, be hooked up, and get in there. I bet you find games. Trust me, next, next season you're going to be hooked in. To the Raiders, I have no doubt. And thanks for all the props on the show, man. Just knowing that you're listening to us to get your whole season makes me uh, feel pretty proud. Randy probably feels pretty proud, too. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it uh, very, very much. It uh, it makes me feel good that we're doing this show. Damn it. Okay, so who's next? Thanks for the call. Keep them coming, because I know you will. Who's next? We have Raider Mike from Gainesville, Florida. What you got to say, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Uh, just wanted to give you a call. I guess I've been watching this free agent stuff lately, and, of course, the Raiders haven't been that active, which which doesn't surprise me at this point. So uh, I guess we're going to probably lay low for a little while. But I see that we got a couple of enemies, new enemies we're going to have to deal with in our division. It's like Matt Castle now, the Chiefs quarterback, so we're going to deal with his ass. Uh, He seemed to be a pretty decent quarterback and gave us fits when we played him, the uh, Patriot Rats, earlier this year. Uh, So, you know, we got to deal with him. It looks like Brian Dawkins, B-Dawk, is a Denver Bronco now, so I would love to have him as a Raider as our strong safety to to replace Jabril Wilson, but... uh, of course, you know, we'd have to put up a lot of cash, and I think Al Davis would be a little cautious this year, which he should because we did shell out a lot of money and didn't get that many much results. So uh, my player that I wanted us to get, Rocky Bernard, is 
off the table. So, you know, that that's out. So I don't know what we're going to do. I guess we're going to try to still – there's still a couple of offensive tackles that are out there, so maybe we can at least get, you know, a decent offensive tackle and re-sign Cooper Carlisle and Jake Grove. You know, it would be nice. Um, but I did heard of the team signed Ricky Brown and John Austin again. So, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a little bit more active. And, you know, I know it's only the first – couple days of free agency, but hopefully we'll get active on at least the second wave of free agents. And a sad note, I guess I wanted to call in about, uh, I see one of our Raider linebackers main, uh, is lost at sea, Marquise Cooper. He was a pretty good special teams guy for us and uh, just found out today he was uh, down in the Tampa Bay area. Him and another Lions player, Derek Smith, were out fishing yesterday and can't find them. They're missing. So hopefully, I hope my prayers and hopes are with both their families. Hopefully, they can find them. But if not, I mean, man, what do we have to do as Raider fans? Every seems like every couple of years we lose a Raider player for some reason. So I don't know what uh, what it is. But uh, hopefully, you know, uh, you know, we, he can be found, and hopefully, he's he's okay and Derek Smith's okay. But uh, I just saw that on Yahoo.com and ESPN. So hopefully. Thoughts and prayers out to Marquise Cooper. Uh, hope we can. He's okay out there, so we can find him. But anyway, I just wanted to add that in. All right, Raider Nation, love you all, you guys. Raider Nation for life. Peace. Well, we lost Shaky J. Grove, and uh, we did sign Ricky Brown. We've done okay in this free agency, and just today. Now this is March third. The Raiders have brought in six players. Defensive ends, a um, couple of offensive tackles. So uh, linebacker, uh, centers, two centers. So we've got some some uh, players coming in, not a big names, not a lot of money names, but people that could be supportive on our team. We do need these positions, and solid players would be good things. So I think Al and the Raiders let the other team spend the money in a free agency this time. And then they waited, and now they're going out there trying to find some diamonds. They're still trying to conserve their money. As you can see, they haven't signed any big names. And they said in the news that they made a mistake by doing that the last time. I'm glad they learned a lesson, um, and I hope that we can pick up some nice players, continue to pick up some good free agents along the way. There are a lot of names out there, a lot of good names, but there are also a lot of expensive names. We just don't have the cap room. And Al Davis just ain't got the dollars to make that happen. So I'm going to say it right now. Things are looking better. The second wave of the uh, free agent picks is looking real good, and I'm happy to see it starting to roll, thank goodness. That's a nice thing. On another note, I got my package for my Oakland Raiders season tickets today. Very nice. We're always done. Very nice. Very classy with the new 50th anniversary seal on there. Very nice. Very nice look. And uh, we're just going to look at that. We're going to check it out. Whew. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money going out the door. I want to see if I get some more free agents before I break out the checkbook, if you know what I'm saying. We need some winning seasons here, brothers and sisters. And I think that they're trying to put together something for us. I do. Well, in Raider Nation, here we are in the middle of this thing. Marquise Cooper, gone. History. 
done. Our prayers go out to his family and friends, all the families and, and friends of those who were lost on that ship as well. It's a sad day. He was a great player, a lot of potential as an Oakland Raider. And uh, that's just a sad day. And on that note, we will end this show of the Raider Nation podcast. And look forward to next week and more, hopefully, positive news. Some new things going on because it's always moving and shaking. It's getting to be that time, folks. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.